ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal land. This is ABC News Daily. This week, Israel's military raided Gaza's main hospital, claiming Hamas was using the facility as a command post. But given hospitals are supposed to be protected by international law, can Israel's actions be justified, or did it commit a war crime? Today, former Middle East correspondent Ben Knight unpacks a week where the Al-Shifa hospital became a flashpoint in the war. Ben, since the very start of this war, hospitals in Gaza have been a flashpoint, particularly Gaza's city's largest hospital, the Al-Shifa Hospital. Tell me about that hospital, first of all, because you've been there when you were a Middle East correspondent. Yeah, a long time ago and not for very long. But what I remember is probably exactly what you would expect. It's it's the main hospital in Gaza. It covers a large area of, of land that dominates the skyline. Many people decided that the hospital was the safest place to be because they figured it was uh, something that would, that would not be targeted or at least not as randomly targeted as, say, the apartment buildings. So, yeah, a lot of people taking shelter in there in a quite sprawling hospital. And even before the Israeli army raided the hospital, from all accounts, the situation inside was absolutely dire. The situation at Shifa Hospital is uh, very horrible. We are overwhelmed with a huge number of injured people, especially at the emergency department and even at the ICU department. Can you hear the screams from Shifa Hospital? When are you going to stop this? You're all complicit. The World Health Organization was saying that Al Shifa could no longer function as a hospital because it didn't have the electricity, the fuel and the water, all of which, of course, is is controlled from outside. And so you saw those images of three dozen premature babies bundled together to keep warm because the incubators weren't working. The director of the hospital, Dr. Mohammed Abu Salmiya, said hospital officials said they were forced to bury dozens of bodies in this mass grave in the complex, equally concerning or or distressing that doctors had performed surgeries without anaesthesia Mm. and without oxygen. And you would imagine that any kind of medical supply is just about impossible to get. So early this week, Israeli troops, Ben, were surrounding the hospital and the IDF began trying to show the world that Hamas had stored weapons and run command centres in the tunnels beneath the hospitals in Gaza. It was a real campaign by the IDF, wasn't it? The IDF launched a campaign to show this crucial point that Hamas was using hospitals as cover and that Hamas fighters were using patients and doctors as shields. Now, there were two videos that were released. This is Rantisi Hospital, and this is the place where I showed you the tunnel. I want you to see. The world... Now, neither of those been from al-Shifa, but the Israeli Defence Force is trying to press the case that this is how Hamas operates. And so you saw the uh, the Israeli military's chief spokesman, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, he walked viewers through what he says 
was uh, military equipment found in a basement of another hospital. This is the Rantisi Hospital and where he says hostages were held. You're now entering into the room where we suspect the hostages were being held. I want you to understand, this kind of gear is a gear for a major fight. People shooting RPGs from hospitals. This is Hamas. So, Ben, Israel was trying to show these hospitals were used as command centres, were used by Hamas. And shortly after those videos were released, very early on Wednesday morning, that's when the troops went in to the Al-Shifa hospital. So what happened then? Well, details from the, this raid are, are sketchy. They're impossible to verify from outside. You know, we can't verify what went on, but officials from the two sides have presented, not surprisingly, two different accounts. Now, Mm -hmm. the Israeli Defence Force says it launched a precise and targeted operation against Hamas in a specified area of the hospital, that the aim of the raid was not to harm civilians, and that the force went into the hospital with medical teams, with Arabic speakers, transferring incubators, medical equipment, and baby food. Now, the Hamas-run government media office in Gaza put out its own statement. It said the Israeli soldiers had beaten patients and that others had been expelled from the complex. Mm. So those are the official statements. So, Ben, what do the Israeli soldiers say they found in the hospital? At Al-Shifa? Well, now, as we record this now, uh, there's no, if you like, smoking gun. There is an Israeli army video released on Wednesday showing automatic weapons, grenades, ammunition, flak jackets, which it said were recovered from a building within the complex. Mm -hmm. And what we have found, I think, is only the tip of the iceberg. I'll show you what our troops exposed just minutes ago. In military terms, this is a grab bag. There is an AK-47. There are cartridges, ammo. Uh, There are uh, grenades in here. Of course, uniform. There was no mention, again, at the time that we record this, of the Israeli army finding any tunnel entrances at Al-Shifa. And Hamas, for its part, says the weapons were planted, it hasn't built any tunnels under the hospital, and wants a committee, including the United Nations, to, what it says, verify the lies of the occupation. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is unapologetic about the army's actions. They said that we would not reach the outskirts of Gaza City. We've arrived. They told us that we would not enter Shifa. We've entered. And in this spirit, we say a simple thing. There is no place in Gaza that we will not reach. And the US President Joe Biden, he was asked whether the Israeli operation in the hospital was justified. The first war crime is being committed by Hamas by having their headquarters, their military, hidden under a hospital. And that's a fact. That's what's happened. Mm, All right. So Hamas denies using hospitals for cover, but Israel and the US say it does. And the US National Security Spokesman John Kirby says that is in itself a war crime. What does international law, Ben, say about all of this? Well, it is, of course, a fundamental principle of international humanitarian law that the wounded and the sick shall be collected and shall be cared for. And Mm -hmm. any violation of that is a grave breach and is a war crime. But hospitals can lose that protection if 
Hamas use them to hide fighters or store weapons, which of course is exactly what Israel says Hamas is doing. But international law also says there must be plenty of warning before the attacks to allow the safe evacuation of patients and medical workers. Now, listeners, I'm sure will recall that uh, Israel gave quite a bit of notice to people in the the north of Gaza saying, get out, move south. Uh, But the onus is on the attacker, in this case Mm -hmm. Israel, to demonstrate why that protective status of the ha- of the hospital should be lost. It mm-hmm. has to prove that terrorists were operating in the hospital. And if harm to civilians in a hospital from such an attack is disproportionate to the military objective, well, that is also illegal under international law. Right. So Israel needs to prove that it had a legitimate reason for raiding the hospital. And it's released these videos, I suppose, to try and show that Hamas is using the hospitals. But how do we actually verify any of this? How do we know that that's true? You can't independently verify mm-hmm. what what these claims are. So you had uh, the UN, Jordan, uh, the Palestinian Authority, which runs the rest bank. Uh, they are extremely critical of this. They call this a violation of international law. You've got the World Health Organization's Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus saying that the incursion into the hospital is totally unacceptable. He One says hospitals aren't battlegrounds. Under international humanitarian law, health facilities health workers, ambulances, and patients must be safeguarded and protected against all acts of war. At a press conference in Beirut, a Hamas spokesman said the Israeli military's presentation was a lie and a charade, but the United States, as you've mentioned, says it has intelligence, which has been gathered from American-generated sources that supports Israel's allegation that Hamas has been operating out of hospitals. Okay, so Ben, the Al-Shifa hospital, it has become a focal point of the war. This is the type of thing that sways hearts and minds, isn't it? The image of premature babies out of incubators. I mean, that will become an iconic image of this war, I would have thought. Oh, no question. Just as much as those images of paragliders uh, flying into the music festival and some of those Mm -hmm. horrific images of the the kidnap, the the torture, the abuse, in some cases, uh, the execution of of Israeli civilians, which uh, some of us can, can never unsee. It's a very interesting moment for Israel. Israel has long had the uh, sort of almost reflexive, bipartisan, solid support, particularly in the West from in the United States, but also in, in Australia and, and the United K in the Anglosphere, if you like, uh, which has been really, really important. It struck me that, you know, at the time that I made my first visit to Gaza, there were young children who I saw there and that some of those young children you know, may well have been those grown-up young male terrorists who breached through the fence and committed those atrocities at the music festival in the kibbutzes and, and elsewhere. And that those kids have only known Gaza as a place that was locked off from the outside world, that it occasionally bursts into hot war with, you know, uh, explosives going off, with people that they know being killed. And it was something you could actually see in their eyes at times. There was just something that just an just an edge 
And I think because that's been going on for so long, there similarly could be a generation outside of Israel that has only known Israel essentially as the occupier in the West Bank and the way that it uh, is, is operating there, has been operating there, particularly in relation to expanding settlements, which are also illegal under international law. And so if you have a generation that has only seen that and doesn't have a memory of Israel when it was at its most vulnerable and had its greatest need to defend itself from terror attacks, then I, would, I think it's probably the biggest test of its standing, particularly mm. in the Western world that, that I can remember. Yeah. And just back to the hospital flashpoint, you know, people are seeing this around the world. It's confusing. It's confronting. So where does that leave Israel in the global public mind? I think this hospital incursion, this hospital raid and the claims that were made about it and the, uh, and the damage that's been done there is, is, is a test. Israel has made some, some big claims about what is there, has acted accordingly based on those claims to, to be on the right side of international law. We'll, we'll see what turns up. Ben Knight is a former Middle East correspondent for the ABC. If you want to hear more about the Israel-Gaza conflict and whether Israel's response is proportionate, we covered that on Monday. Look for Has Israel Gone Too Far? That's in your feed. This episode was produced by Nell Whitehead, Bridget Fitzgerald, Anna John and Sam Dunn, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is David Cody. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again on Monday. Thanks for listening.